a big sip. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. This is the first ever live interview with a whole ass audience and people over here and a performance that we have later on. This is so cool. I'm so excited and very nervous. But I cannot wait to get into everything that is Oki Jr. Stage name, Matthew Osevimu. Osevimu. Osivimu. Yeah. You have no idea how many times I was like, Matthew, how do I say your last name? Osivimu. Yeah. It's a beautiful last name. I'm so excited that you're here. I know that you have big things coming up. And this is just so awesome to be able to welcome an audience here to let them know just about the intimate details of who you are as a person. I think that's the most beautiful part about the Big Sip, right? Oftentimes, like, people know a name and they know this persona, but they don't know those, like, beautiful, intricate pieces of what makes that person them, life story, struggle, as well as perseverance, right? I think so much of that has to do with like how we take our own life experiences and how we're able to keep it pushing and make sure that whatever goals and aspirations we have for ourselves, we, we can achieve. And I just can't wait to dive into that with you. You have a very, very big event coming up. Actually, multiple events from what we were just talking about. Yeah. But the biggest one that actually goes back to a 2016 tweet, if I'm not mistaken, was when you yeah. like you manifested performing at Bottle Rock. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I remember reading on your Twitter, you were just like, well, didn't happen this year, but it's on my list. Like, it's going to happen. Right, man. Because Bottle Rock, they've been, I was trying to get on there since forever. Because when I was in high school, like, there wasn't no Bottle Rock out here. You know Hell what I'm saying? No. And I've been doing music since I was in, since I was little. So I'm like, dang, they having a music festival? When this, I think it started, what, in 2013? 2013. 13, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, man, I got to get on that. I remember the list will always come out. I'm like, dang, how do I get on that? Like, uh -huh. I got to get on that. It ended up working out, though. I finally got on it, so. And here you are, accomplishing yeah. those dreams. Before we dive into the beautifulness of manifestation, talk to me a little bit about, let's take it way back. Like, right. a Oakland native, born and raised. Right. I know you have deep roots in Napa. Can you paint me a picture as to how all of that kind of transpired, how you got your roots yeah. here in Napa, and just that really deep tie that you have in the community, which I also know you're a really big fan of giving back. Right. <laughs> from the beginning. So I'm from Oakland, California, uh, East Oakland. Grew up with five brothers, two sisters. My dad is from Nigeria, so that's where the Osivimu last name come from. My dad is from there, and my mom is from Oakland. So I was staying out there, you know, kids do run around, get in trouble, doing stuff like that, right? And I ended up leaving. Like, my brother was staying in Napa, and he was in a group home. So he was out here, and I used to, you know, wild out and do crazy things, and he seen me going down the same path that he was going down. So he was like, man, come, come stay with me for the summer. So I'm like, all right. So I pulled up for the summer, and I didn't want to leave, man. I'm like, dang, you can go outside and you ain't got to worry about looking over your shoulder. And I was living with my, and my brother was 21 at the time. And I was like 12 or something like that. And he was like, won't, won't you just stay with me? So I'm like, shit, all right. I had to get it all arranged and stuff like that. My dad didn't want me to move out there, you know what I'm saying? Because he was just kind of wondering, like, my brother has like a real history of just getting in trouble and going to jail and stuff like that. So he wasn't too thrilled about the idea of me moving out here, but... Eventually, you know, it ended up working out, and I ended up moving out here. I went to Harvest Middle School. Y'all, anybody in here went to Harvest? I hey. Harvest, hey. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. It got closed down, but I went to Harvest, and yeah, now I'm just moving to Napa, man. Went to Napa High, graduated in 2012. Where are my Napa High graduates? Yeah. 2012? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. It's been real cool, and I ended up going to Sacramento State 2012 to 2017, and it was over there when I really just started working on music and just staying consistent and trying to go as hard as possible. 
it's crazy because um, what really drove me to go real hard, so my name is Oki Jr., right? So Oki comes from my dad. My dad's name is Oki, and he passed away in 2012, like a week before my high school graduation. And it was so depressing, and it was so hard. He, he died from kidney cancer. That was just like a, a big struggle for me because I used to catch five buses from Napa to Oakland. You know what I'm saying? I'd hop on the 10, then i hop on the... Um, the Bay Link in Vallejo, then I hop on the 72, then I hop on the 51. Just a bunch of buses, you know what I'm saying? So that ended up just motivating me to just keep on going. Like, dang, like, my dad ain't here. And I was about to go into college. So it was like a transition. Like, I took it as like a sign, you know what I'm saying, for me to just go hard and stay consistent and stuff like that. And I took the name Oki and I added Junior at the end of it. And that's how I pay homage to a him. Prodigy. Like that. Yeah. That's beautiful. And I'm really sorry to hear about your dad. I love that he's living with you in spirit and that you Thanks. embody him every single day, day in and day out in your name and who you are every time you take the stage. I think that's a beautiful thing. I also think that is a very hard and difficult thing to deal with as a young adolescent person. Thanks. Yeah. And how you were talking about that right now was just like you talked about it with strength. You were just like, I had to do this. I had to do that. But like in the moment, like how did that have like a toll on your mental health? Like Man. how how did you keep it pushing? Because I I know it's not always just as easy as like I'm just gonna like keep going. There's like uphills and battles that you're constantly having to face. It was hard. It wasn't as hard because I wasn't living with them and seeing him go through the stages of what he was going through, the sickness and everything. I'm used to seeing my dad up and moving, strong and stuff like that. So I was living in Napa, so I, I wasn't there seeing it. So when I would go out there, it was so hard, like, dang. And my dad would be like, don't cry. Like, I don't want you to be crying. Like, you're going to be okay. Like, I'll always cry. And he would be like, he's not used to seeing me like that. So it's just one of them things where, like, I, it was it was hard, but at the end of the day, my dad prepared me for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he always knew that everything would work out for me. So he just wanted me to stay strong and I had to accept that. It was nothing that I can do about it. We just had to prepare and, and stay prayed up with God. And yeah. That's true. You always got to thank the big man for uh, getting you through difficult chapters and for the time that you have while you have it. Well, I'm happy that you are at least able to embody him and that you're able to pay homage to him, as you said, in that way through your stage name, Oki Jr. When you Think about music and the role that it played in your life and maybe in through healing or just everything. What did that process look like and who really influenced you to want to use music as what I'm assuming it was like your outlet for like expressing and like talking about grief and pain and what your life experiences were like? Yeah. I, um, so my brother, Anthony, the person that I moved to Napa with, he was real into the music. Like when I moved in with him, he had like the studio in the house and he had the pictures of all the rappers and stuff on the wall. And he's, he was molding me to become a rapper like back then. And I didn't even know, like he was saying, he would have me watch like DVDs on different artists, have me reading books and stuff like that. And, um, I remember the first time I said a rap to him, like, I told him I was begging him to get in the studio. I was, like, in the eighth grade. I'm like, bro, please let me get in the studio and record something, please. And he's like, okay, write something and let me hear it. You know what I'm saying? So I wrote something, and then it took me a couple of days. Then I told him, all right, I'm ready to spit my, my verse to you. And I ended up rapping it to him, and he was so unimpressed. He was just like, <laughs> he was like, bro, this sucks. Like, what are you even talking about? I'm like, what? He's like, this is horrible. Like, you're talking about this and you're talking about that. It really, I was like, dang, I thought it was fresh. But he told me something that I always, <laughs> for real, I thought it was fresh, man. But something that he told me that I'll never forget that always stuck with me was like, if you're going to do music, you got to have meaning behind it. Mm. You know, you don't want to just be talking about anything. You got to have some 
with meaning and something that people can relate to. And that always stuck with me. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the biggest things that I love about you as an artist. Like, because there is obviously the music industry is fucking cut yeah. throughout. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. right. And anybody can <laughs> try to come out, produce a rap song, do whatever they're going to do through music. But like to do something like intentionally, thoughtfully, methodically that some like mean something like that's when you can tell and set certain artists apart from each other. And I think your music is very inspiring because there's so much meaning and emotion behind it. What was the first song that you just felt like you poured all of your fucking heart and soul into? I'll say it was a performance, I'll say. Um, in the eighth grade, me and my boy, um, Mr. LT, you know, David Taufer, Mr. LT, Mr. Lieutenant, that's yes. my boy. Yeah, he, <laughs> uh, I met him in the eighth grade too. He from he from Sacramento, so I didn't know nobody. When I first moved to Napa, I, I was in shock, man. I was like, damn, a lot I was of white people only, out here. Yeah, I was the only black person <laughs> and stuff. I know it was crazy. My first, the first day, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I laid out my outfit, had it nice and fresh. I had the nice polo, nice shoes, right? First day, I'm like, dance my first day at Harvest Middle School. I heard come through stepping, right? <laughs> I'll pull up and I just look around and kids are wearing like pajama pants. Kids are wearing sweats. I'm like, what? If you cool. what if you did that in Oakland in the town in the city they're going to roast you. They're going to get on your <laughs> head, make funny like, bro, you what you busted. I'm like, man, I got fresh for nothing. But yeah. I got, <laughs> I got fresh for nothing, man, but now, it was an experience for sure. My bad. I went on a whole tangent. You sang no, the I love first it, song. I love it. All right, so on the eighth grade, me and LT, we did a talent show for Harvest Middle School. And when we auditioned, we originally danced. You know what I'm saying? We did it. We were doing a dance for our audition. And we ended up. So you had to audition to be in the talent show. So we auditioned and then we ended up going to the next round off a little dance we did. Then we was at my boy Orlando house rehearsing the day before. And then we rehearsed in front of his brother. And when we rehearsed in front of his brother and did the dance, he just stood there and looked at it and said, man, that shit suck. <laughs> I swear. Yeah, he said, man, that was horrible, bro. That dance was horrible. And we were just looking at each other like, damn, bro, we can't do that now. So we like, hey, man, we let's just rap. So we ended up just making up a rap. Find it. We rapped over the um, Mac Drake's Stupid Beat. Uh, yeah. Hey. So we ended up coming out. It felt like a movie, man. We we said a prayer before we came out. It was a whole school. <laughs> it was a whole school. We like, it felt like a movie, man. And it was cheering, and we did the rap, and we ended up winning. Hey. Then, yeah. <laughs> so at that moment, I'm like, this is what I'm about to do. I'm doing this right here. This, That's this what you knew. That was your do. sign. Hell you were yeah, like, this yo. is my life. This is my, I want that high, that energy yeah, all the time. Exactly. Did you feel it like in that moment? I that for high? Sure felt it, yeah. And it's, and it's crazy that you call it a high because like when good things happen for me, like I'm literally happy for about like a day. And then I'm just like, okay. back to reality, yeah. quote unquote reality. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't really like. I'm I'm still learning how to like embrace like the good that happens in mm -hmm. my life. Like I just I don't know. It's just something I'm working on that I need to work on for sure. But I can hella relate to that because even like when people are like, oh, like how did blah 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 go, you know? And like you think about it, I'm like, wait, what? And then you're like, oh yeah, oh like good, right? Like you have a reaction and an emotion to it, but it's like something happens and you almost focus on like what's the next thing that I'm gonna right. do. Where where do you think? Where do you think we developed that from? Like, why do you think we kind of have that type of mentality? I feel like you don't want to get too comfortable because mm. you remember how it feels to just, like, not have, at least for me, like, I just remember how it feels to, like, not have anything. Mm -hmm. So, like, just stopping right there and just being satisfied, it's like, nah, you can't get too happy. You get too happy, you're going to fall behind. On to the so, next. Yeah, you got to keep on, you got to keep on going, you know what I'm 100%. saying? So, 100%. 100%. I don't disagree with you at all, and I 100% agree with that. I also think... 
it's part of the unlearning and learning, especially like as mm. black and brown individuals, like we have to do is like to learn to like also embrace and, and acknowledge and revel in right. the accomplishments that we do have. Like you're fucking performing at Bottle right. Rock, like something that you said you wanted to do. Right. And now you get to literally stand up on stage. I know you came out with Too Short before. That's right. Let's get that oh, round of applause. You. I know you came out on stage with Too Short before, like, but this is all you. Your name is on the bill. Your name right. is right there. There's a landing page, Okie Jr., all information. Like, that's a big fucking deal. I hope that you end up celebrating after and that you continue to revel in that because you do deserve all the fucking flowers at the end of the day for Thank all you. the hard work that you've been putting in at the end of the day. And I'd like to hear your your story in eighth grade about when, when right. you took that talent show and you ended up winning. Right. Let's talk about the song Breakthrough. Again, we were talking about the deep meaning that you put into your music and just how yeah. you really focus on lyrics. And again, that was something that your brother told you. Like, you, if you're going to rap and spit, like, you got to say something. Right. What was your thought process and what was your mindset at the time when you were writing that song? We recorded Breakthrough last year. Me and my boy DJ Johnny, that's my DJ and my producer. And it's crazy because we just rekindled our friendship. You know, like we weren't talking for like the longest time. Like we were we were cool, but we weren't making this music as consistently. You know, we had our my first big project really that kind of like sparked a lot of things for me was it was called dare to be different so that was my first project it was like an ep like seven songs on it and i recorded it i think my sophomore year in college i pressed up all the cds did the cover art me and my boy uh, dj johnny worked on it you feel me i was at sac state at the time so i go to all my classes before my class i'll make an announcement say who i am and i'll hand out my cds in class to the kid to the students and stuff like that and you know what I'm saying? We were just pushing and grinding and just pushing it the independent way. Something that, that's in the Bay Area, you know what I'm saying? The mm -hmm. Bay Area coaching. That's too short like right that. there. Right. It was just crazy. You know, Marcus Peters, he plays, um, I don't know if y'all familiar with Marcus Peters, but he's a cornerback. He played for the um, Baltimore Ravens, he played for the Chiefs, but he's from Oak. He's loving my music. Then Marshawn Lynch, y'all know Marshawn Lynch? Marshawn Lynch took a, took a liking to it. And I gave Mr. Fab a CD, and Mr. Fab ended up posting on this Instagram and was like, Yo, this is fire and just shouting it out and stuff like that. So that was kind of like the breakthrough moment at that time. So taking it back full circle, because life happens, you know, after college, after graduation. But we just, we kindled our friendship and we worked on the song and we like, man, we're going to drop this song at the beginning of the year. We're going to drop it at the beginning of the year and this is going to be our year. We knew it was going to be our year because I went to L.A. My boy Manny, he stays in Long Beach. He's my director and he's from Napa as well. And um, he shot a lot of my videos, like I Won't Settle, he shot Elmhurst, he shot a lot of them, real good, real cool dude too. But it was a weekend where I drove out to LA, woke up in the morning, drove out to LA on Friday in the morning, picked up the model from Calabasas, then, <laughs> then drove, <laughs> picked Split up the model. Slid into the IGDS, you're right. like, who riding? <laughs> right. No, Manny threw that oop, Manny, he helped me with that oop. But I went to Calabasas, drove, then we ended up going shooting the first video. Then Saturday, we shot another video. Then Sunday, we went to Complex Con. I was texting Sway the whole time. Sway Calloway. Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all was texting. Sway in the morning? Yeah, I was Yeah, <laughs> I was tapping in with Sway. Cause I'm like, yo, I'm about to, uh, you coming to Complex Con? I seen you in LA, man. Pull up to Complex Con. And he was like, uh, he was saying he was going to go. Then when we got there, he ended up um, texting me and saying, like, oh, I'm not going to be able to make it. But if you want to come on the show on Tuesday, and this is Sunday, you could come on the show Hell and, yeah. and, and, do, and do an interview, your one-on-one -on -one interview. I ain't going to lie, I'm under the influence right now at the time. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is it? 
I'm looking around, everybody just in their own world. Then I show uh, my boy AJ, I'm like, bro, look at this. And I, I said, Sway wants us to come on the show. He's like, we need to go. I don't know. My, I, was, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, I don't know, but I want to wait till my album. And he's like, no. Everyone was telling me like, no, what's wrong with you? Like, Opportunities, you need to go. Baby. Yeah, and I'm like, not. I was like, she's okay. So I ended up staying an extra two days, and it was crazy. We was at Complex Con. We just see security just coming out of nowhere. Get out the way. Get out the way. And it's like a crowd of people just pushing. And we like, what the hell is going on? I'm at the snack bar trying to get a burger, right? I swear, <laughs> I was trying to get some food. I'm hungry, bro. We did the shrooms. We did eating. We was doing a bunch of stuff, but we was really lit, bro. I ain't going to lie. We was on. So all this felt like a movie. I'm telling you. Imagine we was drinking, you know, doing the festivities. And then we was like, what the hell is going on? We just crowd of people pushing through. And then when the crowd left, I'm like, bro, who the hell just walked through? They said, that was Kanye West. We like, what? And I asked my boy Mars, I'm like, did you see Kanye? He said, hell no, I was trying not to get run over. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, so all that stuff was just happening, man. And I'm like, yo, we're going to drop this at the beginning of the year. You know what I'm saying? I knew Bottle Rock was going to happen already. So we was like, yeah, we just going to push all this. This was like in November. So it was going into the New Year. So we like, yo, we just got to push on this. So we dropped Breakthrough and yeah, man, Breakthrough really like helped a lot, you know what I'm saying? It got the attention of United Masters. It got picked up by the NFL. The NFL ended up licensing it. Yeah. That's fucking huge. Yeah, shout out to United Masters. I I just signed with um, You just signed with them. Where's a hand clap for that? (laughs) Yeah. I swear this is this is okay, just like straight ascending, you know? (laughs) It doesn't mean life's not throwing you what it's throwing you, but you're just like Gotta keep making moves. I'm swinging. Gotta keep, keep making swinging. moves. And it's Let's not get to that breakthrough. Per- it's not always perfect, though. Like, it's not no, always and it, perfect. And it's never gonna be. Right. But it's like, just because something isn't perfect doesn't mean that, like, you stay frozen until it becomes perfect, right? right? And I think that's where so many people get trapped. It's like, I gotta mm. wait for the right moment. Facts. But it's like, yo, like, life is already giving you all these beautiful mm. blessings, opportunities. Amen. Sway's already texting me, being like, I ain't showing up, but you can pull up on Tuesday. Right. It's up to you if you're gonna walk in and decide to take that opportunity, regardless of having an album or not. You did that. Right. And you're like, no, 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 I'm gonna go now, who I am in this moment, and every single thing ends up being a building block and a foundational piece for, like, where somebody later on, when they look back, you can't connect the dots moving forward, but you can definitely connect the dots moving back. Right. And I definitely give Napa a lot of credit for that because there was a time where I was living in um, Davis for a little bit. Me and my girl were staying together and then, like, in a studio apartment, but it became too much. I moved back out here and for, like, a year and a half. This was, like... 2021 or 2021 yeah i moved back out here and i was so depressed man because i hadn't dropped any new music i wasn't doing nothing like i just felt like i was taking step backwards being back here i'm like yo i'm not supposed to be here like i was just out doing all this stuff right but you know coming back here it allowed me to kind of like get grounded again Mm. and, and like find myself again and i was substituting and at the different high schools elementary schools middle schools and getting that love again from the kids and they embraced me and like yo like yo you are mvp like you know what i'm saying you the like you from you went to our school you 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 know what i'm saying so i'm like okay that kept me driving it kept me going so i ended up like all right it's time for me to go i'm, I'm cutting the wind i'm ready to leave now i got all the energy i'm ready but i'm gonna come back even stronger, you feel me, and do stuff for the community. So. Well, you do, and I definitely want to get in that, but I would love to give everybody a taste of Breakthrough if we can go ahead and cut into song oh. number one. <laughs> That's how we doing it, come on. All right, y'all, this is Oki Jr. with Breakthrough. We gonna get it. Yeah. Hey, 
uh, leveled up a different latitude. Been making capital from different avenues. Yeah, I'ma do what I gotta do. Name whole weight, cause I'm valuable. Uh, I got the heart of a king. Or your crown with a smile, never follow, just lead. And I lay on the runway, high fashion on me. Rockin' my own designer, imported from overseas. I ain't stressin', I'm good. Got that work for the jug. Little bro, keep it heated, you run up, you get cooked. Ain't no love one front. It is what it is. I let my work do the talking and then say I'm the shit. <laughs> I wake up and go, I see green lights. Risk takers, we don't never play the safe side. After I was cooking plots on the late night. Got a Johnny on the track, this a revamp. Swim with the sharks head first, jump in the deep end. Considered outsiders the ones no one believed in. Damn, believing had us achieving. Like, damn, we done came a long way. Yeah, hey, I'm just trying to get the vibe right. Ain't worried about a thing, I'm just living life. Bad chick knew whip when I roll by. This ain't nothing new, I've been grinding for a long time. I don't know about you, but I won't stop, can't lose time. Yeah, that's true, but you gotta stay strong if you wanna break through. I don't know about you, but I won't stop, can't lose. Times get hard, yeah, that's true, but you gotta stay strong if you wanna break through. Hey, yeah, break through, break through. I was down bad, now my pocket full of blues. Same squad, same damn crew. Make money, don't let it make you. Come on. Gotta stay strong if you wanna break through. Come on, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yo, and you did that. Like you was talking about hustling, handing out CDs in class every time you right. introduce yourself. Handing out CDs to Mr. Fab. Like, what drives somebody? And, I mean, obviously, like, wanting to put your music out there. You you got to have a level of, I don't give a fuck, right? Like, right. I'm, I'm here to yeah. hustle For to sure. just. But, like, where does that energy come from? Because you got to have a level of confidence to just be like, I don't care if people are going to take my CD and not listen to it. or yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I think it goes back to just growing up and when I was trying to do it and people just telling me straight up, I fucking suck. <laughs> like niggas just be like, honest. Work be on like, your music. Yeah, like you not that good. Just no, you need to do this. Like I don't get offended and be like, oh bro, you hating. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna prove you wrong and I'm gonna make it clean. I'm gonna make it raw. I'm gonna get it together. So it's like I have like a chip on my shoulder, but I don't show it though. I just be like, are we quiet? I, I'm wanna know. Do you ever seen that Cam Newton meme when he just see he just look and he shake his head? That's exactly how I be feeling. I'm like, okay, watch. I'm remember that. And you can't care about what people got to think. You know what I'm saying? Like, people can't even do the things that you don't. Can't nobody just come on do this right now? And Hell pose? no. Can't nobody just dance? Can't nobody just open their own shop for clothing? Can't nobody? Come on. It's, that's not a thing that everybody can do. So, Which is why everybody's going to comment and have exactly. an opinion about it. Exactly. Because having an opinion is easy. Talking shit is easy. Getting up on stage, choosing to do something about it, hustling day in and day out when you're seeing benefits, when you're not seeing benefits. Facts. That's the hard part. Right. It's highs and lows to it. If you love it, though, you're going to weather the storm eventually. You just got to stay down. You know what I'm saying? If you love it, you got to really love it, though. You can't just be doing it just to... To make it just to look good. So, but if you got that heart and that motivation to do it, then it's going to work out eventually. You just got to stay down. I would definitely ask you for other youth, especially now that you mentioned, you know, you're really going back into the schools, yeah. you're teaching, you're trying to be that guidance for other young adolescents. 
what kind of advice are you able to like instill it and give to them, especially for maybe other young artists who want to pursue a path to just know like, don't give up. What, what, what does that look like knowing that you're just such an influential figure to young minds and, and people who, who look up to you as their, their MVP? Right. So I just tell the kids is just, you know, figure out what you want to do, you know what I'm saying? And just have a passion for whatever you want to do. Uh, whether it's like basketball, kids playing basketball. I remember growing up, I'm be honest, man. But at some point, like, like the average kid, not even black kid, the average kid would say, I want to play basketball. Like, well, I'm going to be a basketball player when I, when I grow up. You know what the teacher would always say? Okay, you got to think of a realistic dream, a realistic goal. Like, that's what the type of stuff that these teachers will say. You know what I'm saying? I just remember stuff like that. And I'm like, no, whatever you want to do, do it. But if you want to do that, you got to do X, Y, and Z. You know, it, it's cool because I be having kids, students who, who cut hair and all the kids laughing at them. And I'll be like, yo, this kid going to make the most money out of all mm. y'all. Bet. I bet he going to make the most. He cutting hair right now. Wait till he get old. He going to be running it up. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You so, going to be paying him to exactly, cut your hair. Exactly. So I just try to instill in them to just, you know, go to school and use school as a way to get out. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's getting out of your town, you know what I'm saying? Just use that as a time. Because I'm going to be honest, yeah, I went to college and stuff like that. But college is more about the connection, in my opinion, mm -hmm. than than the whole education part. But I just say just go to school, get your education, and, you know, the typical stuff. But it's coming from me, so it hit different. <laughs> and I feel that. I think about my career, and I'm like, I'm not doing anything with the degree that I graduated in. Right. But, like, there is level of learning who you are too within those like formative years that you're able to figure out like what is it that I want to do who am I hanging around with who am I networking with I think the power of connecting with people and what those opportunities bring to you is so powerful and sometimes people take it as like oh so everybody's just supposed to use each other and I'm like no but like in life like everything really is about connectivity right. wanting to connect with humans seeing how you can help support one another that's right. how I look at it right is like how do you support one another to create collective communal growth yo that's so crazy that you say that because I was just talking to and that's some real stuff that you just said because that's real because I was talking to one of my homegirls and she was like you know people are so quick to just want to just reach up and try to reach out to people that's like above and stuff like that it's people around you who you can work with and connect with instead of trying to like oh I want to work with this person I want to work with yeah that's a goal have that goal but it's people around who you can build and do something with to where they got to come down and work with you so mm -hmm. that's just a mindset that I always have and just and that's what comes with it. You just got to stay focused when it comes to it, though. Speak on it. And you've worked with quite a few people. I know yeah. you've worked with Sage the Gemini, Too Sure, yeah. a lot of really crazy influential yeah. artists in the yeah. music industry. Yeah. How did those connections all come about? Y'all familiar with Mr. Fat? Okay, so um, I had tweeted him my Highway music video. I was like, hey, man, let me know what you think about this song. And he ended up retweeting it and commenting, like, quoting one of my lines, like, a closet full of shoes, no more rocking my brother's sneakers. And he quoted that. And he used to have open mic nights on every Wednesday night in Oakland, downtown Oakland. Y'all watch 8 Mile, right? 100. That's how it was. Like, it was just like that. Like, and if you suck, they're going to let you know you suck. It wasn't no <laughs> battling, but it was just like you showcasing your talent. I was in college at the time, so I used to hop on the um, train, me and AJ, to hop on the train all the way out there and perform. And we used to do that, like, consistently. And he just got familiar with my face and me always coming around. Around, and eventually he invited me to open up for him and stuff like that. And there was one time where he had hit me up. It was after I dropped doing my thing. He had hit me up and he was like, hey, what you doing right now? 
And I'm like, shit, I'm about to go to work. I was at the Boys and Girls Club. And he's like, oh, I'm in the studio with Two Show right now. I was going to invite you. I was like, yeah, I'm about to pull up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm yeah. going to call out today. Yeah, yeah I'm sick, man. Uh, yeah, I ain't what? Say less. <laughs> yeah, I ended up pulling up out there, man. And I got to um, really sit in the studio with Too Short and work on. I, I ended up getting on his album. It was like a compilation called Hella Disrespectful. So that was, that was dope. That was back in like 2016 or 17 or something like that. But it's crazy because I met Too Short. I used to open up for Too Short at Ace of Spades in Sacramento all the time, right? It was funny because first time I opened up for him, I had snuck into VIP because he had performed like a week before. In Modesto. So I'm like, yo, I'm about to pull up to Modesto and try to meet him. So I pulled up to Modesto and uh, I snuck into the, the VIP. Then I got approached by his big ass security guard. And he was like, hey, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, yo, I'm just trying to introduce myself to Tusha real quick. And then another guy, he said, wait, yeah, what are you doing? What are you trying to do? I had to tell another guy, like, yo, this is, this is, I'm just trying to introduce myself real quick. And he's like, all right, you can, you can talk to him. And then before me, it was another girl. So it was too short. Then he was with like, like three girls. And I was just like, <laughs> of course I was, it was. yeah, I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, it was one girl who was being hysterical, like, oh, my God. It's like all on him. Then she I took a picture and walked away. I'm like, all right, it's my turn. So I walk, <laughs> I walk up to him, and then the girl he was with dropped something on the ground. And then um, I was about to talk, and he was like, hey, hold on, bro. He put his finger up to my face. like, hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on. And they was looking for whatever they were looking for. Then he started texting, and he looked up to me. He's like, bro, what you want? He said, all right, what's up? What you want? I was like, hey, bro, my name is Oki Jr., and I'm about to open up for you at Ace of Spades. And, yeah, I just want to introduce myself. Okay, we're going to talk. <laughs> That's it. I was just standing there. He's like, we're going to talk. And then I just walked away. And I felt hella down, bro. I was like, damn, what the hell was that? Like, <laughs> like, like I, don't I know shot my shot. That did yeah, not go how I put it out of yeah, my head. I'm like, how am I supposed to meet you at the show? Like, you know, I couldn't. It was hard to get to him, like, at the time. And then it came full circle when uh, Fab invited me to the studio. And he was like, I brought up that story. And he, <laughs> and he was like, he was like, man, you lying. That ain't happen. I'm like, yeah, it did happen. <laughs> Liar, I remember. <laughs> but no, nah, that's like my cool ass uncle now, man. I'll be pulling up to LA on him at his house and he let me use his studio and stuff. And he was on my last project and stuff. I'm about to actually fly out there to Las Vegas and um, do a show with him at the daylight in Vegas. So, hey, yeah. yeah, you got a lot of projects coming up. You got that yeah. on Sunday. Saturday, you're doing an event for UC Davis, yeah. Black Family Day. I'm doing an after party in at Social Club because it's my birthday on Saturday. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I got that then. Just working on some music videos this week. Um, my boy Manny's coming down, so we're going to film a couple videos. And just been rehearsing. I got Bottle Rock on. I got performing at B-Bubbly on Saturday on the 27th. Then on the 28th, we got Bottle Rock. So turning up, man. I'm just getting prepared, getting focused. Yeah. Okay, so is Elmhurst part of the set list that you're going to be performing? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Can we get a little taste of that? Yep. All right. Yeah. We got Elmhurst right here. Okie Jr. on the big sip. I got the bag on me. Yeah, run about on me. I'm in position right here where I wanna be. I know they doubt me, but they gon' see. Run it up, I got the bag. Yeah, I used to have hoop dreams. 
When I lived on 98 And was middle school I had the low cafe Saving my lunch money for the new pair of J's I just wanted something fresh My style needed a change Look, I stood out, couldn't help it I wasn't regular My grades didn't reflect my true character My attitude didn't reflect my true character Man, I was broke deep inside I didn't care enough Teacher speaking meanwhile I'm daydreaming Head down in the back of the class Contemplated dropping out so many times But I promised my dad Got accepted into college Same week that he passed I've been dealing with emotions Trying to fight this feeling Had to get up off my ass I told myself let's get it Execute, be consistent Create your lane, that's your vision Don't let them dictate your feeling The black man on the mission Yeah, find a bite on me I'm in position right here where I wanna be I know they doubt me, but they gon' see Run it up, I got the bag on me Yeah, okay, shine it right on me I'm in position right here where I wanna be I know they doubt me, but they gon' see Run it up, I got the bag Look, I've been laying low for a minute, trying to get things right. It's easy to get blinded by the cameras and lights. Look, I ain't never cared about the views or the likes. Man, fuck the internet, I'm that nigga in real life. Shit, <laughs> but they been taking me lightly, cause my neck ain't frozen, my teeth ain't icy, cause I don't show guns. They think it can try me, keep my wrists on glow, cause it's all about timing. Bags under my eyelids, I've been at it for weeks. Formulating the plan, real night when you speak I'm down to risk it all, without no hesitation To see my mama smiling, all my fucking brothers make it Big dreams, but ain't nobody out chasing Years pass and they wonder why they never made it Same song, same song, it's the same song Wanna throw me offset, watch me Yeah, sign a bite on me I'm in position right here where I wanna be I know they doubt, but they gon' see Run it up, I got the bag on me Yeah, shine the bottle on me I'm in position right here where I wanna be I know they doubt, but they gon' see Run it up, I got the bag on me Yeah, 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 yeah Yeah, yeah That's right, that's right Yo, that beat goes so hard. <laughs> I just want to be like, preach, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fucking credible. I cannot wait to see that light shine on you on Sunday when you're out there on Bottle Rock. What stage Thank you going to be at? I'm going to be on the Truly stage, 1 o'clock. They got to be, be open it, but it's going to be lit, though. It's, it's going to be lit. lit. And I appreciate it. And I want to thank y'all for coming out. You know what I'm saying? The next time we do this, make a round of applause for yourselves for real. Because next time we do this, Next time we do this, it's going to be packed. And you're going to be like, damn, what was y'all at for the first one? Yeah. Only the real ones were at exactly. the first one. Exactly, the real one. ones at the first one. I don't know. The yeah. real ones get all the VIP seating. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're going to do an album release party here. I'm, I'm down. I don't I'm have down. Twitter, but I'm speaking that into Twitter. No, we're going we to pack it out. We'll pack it out. we do the album release party for sure. That'd be so sick. Yeah, yeah. That'd be so sick. Speaking of albums, the last album you put out was 2020? Yeah. 2020. Talk to me about all the energy that went into that album, what it's been like since you released that album, what projects do you have that you're working on next? Oh yeah, so my last project was called I Don't Follow I Lead. I was able to get the song played on the radio, had a, a lot of um, good things come up out of that one. Right now I'm working on just a new project. Um, it's called The Revamp. So it's like revamping and everything, man. This is a whole different 
vibe and energy, you know what I'm saying? Now, now that I'm with United Masters, getting a lot more help and more push, you know what I'm saying? Just recently signed to them, man. Brent Fires just signed to us, too, you know what, what I'm saying? So we up, man. I'm saying, y'all sleep. They sleeping, Going man. Up. I'm telling you. We coming up, and they've been really supportive and really helped, man. I was working on, what you call that, like a, a, a special song for... Uh, a company y'all gonna see though okay yeah y'all gonna see though it's a it's a big company yeah, you said he was in the studio late last night right i was late man. it was late every night i'm in the studio every night man that's why he's Working. talking about those dark bags he's like oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing i cannot wait to hear the revamp that's gonna be so incredible i again i hope that everybody here if you have an opportunity to be at bottle rock on sunday that they go check you out it's gonna be absolutely lit one o'clock truly stage yeah beyond music also have your own clothing line brand with yeah. your rocking right now dare to, be oh, different. Yeah, dare to be different where did becoming your own entrepreneur and establishing an entire fashion line come from because i've seen that shit blow up from the first moment <laughs> you put that out yeah. to like where it is now right. like you're you're like the jack of all trades you're like i'm not just gonna do one thing no, i'm gonna thanks. do it all remember when, when you talked about the music industry being cut up yeah all right, I got a story for that. You know, I used to do a lot of shows in Sacramento, like with the Ace of Spades. That's like one of the big venues out there a lot of artists go to. And I was working with this company called California Live, and they used to get like a, give me a lot of shows, opening up for artists and stuff like that. And they really took advantage of us a lot. They really took advantage of us, man. Like we used to sell a bunch of tickets, and they'll give us like two dollars on a ticket. A what? ticket will be like twenty five. But at that time, I just did not care about the money though. I care so much more about just getting on stage and getting my name out there. I didn't even care. You did it for the love I, of doing what you right. did. Right. But eventually, I'm like, damn, I need some money. So I ended up just making this shirt. It said, dare them to be different. And I printed out like 50 of them. And I set up a booth at the show. They sold out. And I'm like, oh, snap. Okay. I got something here. Yeah. I'm like, okay, y'all, I ain't got to get no ticket money, but this clothing going to sell, though. So... I was just doing that every time, and that just inspired me to just keep on making different pieces of clothing and stuff like that because people just wanted more and more of it and stuff like that. So, And I love the concept, like daring to be different, being who you are, right? Like leaning into who you are, what makes us all different. When you think about yourself as an artist, what you're producing out into the world, what do you think really sets you apart from everything that's saturated in the fashion market and the music market and all of it? I don't know. I just be myself with the music. I feel like that's what just separates me. You know, being yourself is different. Like, everyone is different in some type of mm -hmm. shape or form. You just got to find what makes you different and bring that out. I don't sound like the typical Bay Area rapper, I feel like. I don't really sound like that. So I get a lot of love from, like, the older, like, the OGs in the music industry. They really embrace me and show me a lot of love. It's about just doing what you got to do, and eventually they're going to come around and mess with you or show love. Is it hard to stay true to who you are in the industry? Because so many people in the industry are trying to make you into what they want you to be? Yeah, but I, I, it's one of them things where I'm like, yo, I'm going to do do what I want to do at the end of the day. Like like I said, my music is real versatile, so I have, like, up-tempo music. I have music if I want to vent. I have music if we want to party and turn up. I have motivational music. So all my music is just, like, different expressions of, like, how I'm feeling, who I am as a person. So I can't fake that. Like, I can't just go in the studio and just talk about something that I'd never done or I, that's just not me. I can't do it. That's well, not real I think me. that's what makes you so relatable is what you end up talking about at the end of the day is 
your life experience, who you are as a human. You like put so much thoughtful intention into your lyrics and into what you want to say. Like you have something to say at the end of the day. And I think that's what sets you apart. Whereas anybody can speak on some bullshit, right? But you're speaking on some real shit on each and every track with something to say. And I think that's just something that you should be really proud of yourself for. It's something that I appreciate about your music. I'm really excited to see what you're going to do with the revamp and with everything else that's coming up. One thing that I didn't get to yet that you touched on a little bit was how you were working with a lot of the students. And I know that one thing that you did recently was you got a grant with with the Napa Valley Arts Council. And I just want everybody else to know this because... Anybody who knows me knows, like, I fucking love community. How we can uplift, how we can give back. And you do a really great job about that. Where You briefly mentioned Boys and Girls Club and, like, substituting and, like, being in the school systems and being able to give back to these kids. But you're specifically doing a tour that has to do with mental health. Why did you strategically go after grant funding to create that tour and Talk to me about how that came about and why that's important to you. It's important to me because I remember when I was substituting, I was working at Vintage, and there was a day where all the kids was looking sad. I'm like, why is all the kids? You know, it was just a weird vibe. And then the uh, principal came in and made the announcement about, I guess a girl had passed away, one of the students. She had, like, a fentanyl overdose or something like that. She And it was a, she was, like, a senior. And I just remember seeing the kids all down, and I was like, damn, like, I want to kind of like do something about that, like trying to help them with different ways to like deal with their stress or other ways to seek help and stuff like that and just do find what they love to do so they don't have to turn to drugs to suppress their feelings or, mm-hmm. you know, do just That's go down the, da- the wrong path. So I, what I plan on doing, I want to um, host like a assembly at like all the different high schools, Napa High if they let me, <laughs> and Vintage. I want to go to American Canyon and do it too. And... Um, we're going to bring in different wellness groups to come in. But it's really like a, I really want to show, we're going to talk about that, of course, like, you know, but I want to have the kids showcase their talents that they have as well, like provide that platform for the kids to, you know, whether it's dance, whether that's singing, whether that's a band, whatever. Bringing the arts culture more to, to Napa, you know, because like I said, when, we was in, when I was in high school, it wasn't no bottle rock. It wasn't none of that. So I just want to provide more lanes, not even like music is how I help with my mental health, like making music. And if I didn't have that, I'd probably for sure go crazy. So, you know, I just want to bring the art culture to Napa. And that's a beautiful thing. I think there's a lot of different ways that kids can have creative outlets to express themselves, especially when they're going through things in such years that are like, they're just so crucial to like how people are growing up. Right. Right. And I think that there's no better person to do that than you. And I'm so happy to know that you're putting that out there into the universe, that you're trying to work on that in all of the high schools and everything that has to do, not just Napa, not just vintage American Canyon, Whatever you need help with, I hope you know that there's a community behind you. For sure. Whatever you need, you let me yeah, know. Yeah, pull up for sure. And yeah, like yeah, literally, yeah. that's not just me saying that. Yeah. Like I would love in any way to just see how we can support you, even through the radio station. Uh, appreciate that for absolutely. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. No, because I think that's important. And I think at the end of the day, like we all know what it was like to be an adolescent. We all know what it was like to not have or to have or what, what we needed in that moment. I'm really happy to know that you're finding ways and utilizing the positions that you're in right now to just try to be the light in, in a lot of people's lives right now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, let's get that round of applause. Woo! Sunday, truly stage. You're going to see yeah. Oki Jr. being his best self, shining the light on that stage. 
by himself, name on the bill. Oh, it's going to be so exciting. It's be lit. Got the band coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be lit. It's going to be a movie, <laughs> for sure. Can you close us out with a song? Yeah. What are we singing? Doing my thing. Hey, yeah. let's get it. Doing my thing. E. <laughs> I want to thank y'all for coming out, man. Make some noise for yourselves right now, man. Yeah. Hey. You doing your thing, man. You gonna feel this right here. Hey. Come on. I think I came up. I switched the game up. I bossed my life up. I'm doing my thing. They tried to keep up, but they can't keep up. I keep my feet up and speed up my lane. Do my thing. Hey. Do your thing. Do your thing. Do your look at how I do my thing. Come on. Look, man, they don't know the half of it. Let me explain. Let me tell you how it was for me back in the day. Before the shows and the praise, I didn't get any play. I used to sit the bench because I didn't have any game. I'm like, for real? These girls ain't got no love for a nigga, like, for real? Back then, they couldn't see the bigger picture. I was painting my vision. Can't get caught up in the system. I had cuffs on my wrists like the rest of my niggas. Spitting balls, not sitting behind them. Receiving revenue all because of the grinding. I'm moving silent. I'm just being honest, build me up, then left me hanging, baby, you so trifling, ain't no wife in you, that's unlikely, boo, what you gonna do when karma comes right back for you, it's getting real in the field, but people feel the notice, but I always shine brightest in the darkest moments, I think I came up, I switched the game up, I bust my life up, I'm doing my thing, they tried to keep up, but they can't keep up, I keep my feet up, it's feet of my lane, do my thing, do your thing, do your thing, do your thing, hey, look at how I do my thing, do your thing, do your thing, hey, I'm look, hey, thing. I'm on my, <laughs> get into it, <laughs> talking that life, you ain't been through it, no loving these women, they been choosing, up on the kid, yeah, that influenced me, to get straight to that money, that fake love I see through, won't get nothing from me, young kings, when it came up, tunnel vision, these dudes can never phase us, Check, but peep the shine on my wristwatch. Gotta do it big time. Shotty hit my line to get dick down. Assistant young and hard been round. Tell that boy to simmer down. Bossed up, we some winners now. We're respected by OGs, I idolize. There to be different than MVP of the franchise. Rocket shows getting paid, living life now. The definition of bossing up my lifestyle. Uh, I think I came up, I switched the game up. I bossed my life up, I'm doing my thing. They tried to keep up, but they can't keep up. I keep my feet. Up and speed up my lane, do my thing. Do your thing, do your thing, do your thing. Hey, look at how I do my thing. Hey, hey, I'm doing my thing. I appreciate y'all coming out, man. Okay, Junior, baby. Shout out, shout out to Gabby, man. Appreciate you. Shout out my boys on the ones and twos. One. Shout out to Jose, Jose shout over out to here Jose. on the tech support. Jose on tech support. Jose, Jose, couldn't have done it without you, Jose. Appreciate, Appreciate you so much. Also, Jose makes his own wine, so make sure you check it out. It's called Big Cat Wines. Funny name, hey. Serious Wines. Oh, yeah. I, 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 need, I need a couple. <laughs> I need a couple. Okay, literally, that was fucking amazing. I'm so excited for you, and thank you for literally taking the time out of your busy-ass schedule. He's like, I got this on Friday, this on Saturday, this on Sunday, to, to even just come out here and be with us, and thank you to, seriously, all of you in our audience who yeah, were appreciate just amazing at showing support and wanting to invest in this incredible person's story. All right, thank you so much, man. I appreciate y'all coming out again. Thank you. Yee.
The Big Sip.